Good morning. Kicking off today's podcast with a prayer sent in by Oloris. Thank you. Lord Jesus, thank you for being such a sweet, sweet Savior. You gave your life for us when we least deserved it, and you call us friend. What an amazing privilege it is to be so very loved by you. Amen. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to a woman named KJ. I've not met her yet. We've been corresponding via email, and she sounds so lovely. I'm going to be meeting her next week, and I just wanted to say I feel God's anointing on you, KJ, and I send all the blessings we can muster your way. Amen. Today's title of the podcast is called Surprises. Now, God gives me the title for each podcast and then, of course, the message that comes later. I wanted to say that surprises relates to listeners. (laughs) You are going to be so surprised when you finally do surrender to God and just give it all to him to handle. I had a challenge yesterday, knocked me off my feet, and I just pulled over in the car, and I said, you know what, God, I can't handle this. I'm going to let you take it. And can you believe, listeners, he not only took it over, he handled it, It came out, obviously, in my favor. God is so good, and I am tired of being surprised by how wonderful he is. We just need to admit it. We just need to know it. God shows up, and he shows out. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for everything. You're an awesome God. It was so awesome, listeners, (laughs) that I had to come back home and literally get in the bed. It had drained me so that watching him do his magic, it just took my breath away. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you. And ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You and only you know what's best for me. 
I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, dear God in heaven, I have tried my best. Amen. And now today we are going to get some nuggets of valuable information from trusting God day by day. It says you are not built for guilt. Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 says, Now that I have attained this ideal or have already been made perfect, but I press on to lay hold or grasp and make my own that for which Jesus Christ, the Messiah, has laid hold for me and made me his own. Listeners, making people feel guilty about anything is not God's mode of operation. The source of guilt is and always has been the devil. He is the accuser of the brethren, according to the Bible. God will convict us of wrong choices and actions, but he never tries to make us feel guilty. Guilt presses us down, but godly conviction brings an opportunity to change and progress. We are not built for guilt. I love it. Never, God never intended his children to be loaded down with guilt so our systems don't handle it well at all. Had God wanted us to feel guilty, he would not have sent Jesus to redeem us from guilt. He bore, he paid for our iniquities and the guilt that they cause. As believers in Jesus Christ and as sons and daughters of God, we have been set free from the power of sin. That doesn't mean that we'll never sin, But it does mean that when we do, we can admit it right away. We can receive forgiveness and be 100% free from guilt. Our journey with God toward right behavior and holiness is progressive, listeners. And if we have nothing to drag the guilt from past mistakes along with us, will never make progress toward true freedom and joy. Perhaps this is the main reason why so many people actually enter into and enjoy the inheritance promised through relationship with Jesus Christ. Let me repeat that. This is the main reason why so few people actually enter into and enjoy the inheritance promised through the relationship with Jesus Christ. Your future has no room for your past. How much time do you waste feeling guilty? It's important that you think about this because spending time dwelling on past mistakes is something that God has told us not to do. No one is perfect, listeners. No one. The good news is 
Jesus came for those who were sick, the imperfect, not for those who were perfect. Don't let anything trigger your struggle with guilt. When you make a mistake or when you're thinking about your past or when you see someone who was a part of your life during that bad period, pray specifically about that incident and then trust God to set you free. Amen. We'll be right back with more. Stay right there. You know, it's funny. I kind of miss my old books. Prayers from the Wilderness. God's Way Day by Day. God's Promises Day by Day. God's Purpose for Your Life. But they really served their purpose. So make sure you go back and capture their essence in previous podcasts, Pray With Me, um, because they're definitely there and there's always a good word. But God's word is new and fresh every day. I just love being on this team. So let us continue to learn and follow God's way. Torn between right and wrong. Romans chapter 7 verse 15 says, I do not understand my own actions. I am baffled, bewildered. I do not practice or accomplish what I wish, but I do the very thing that I loathe, which my moral instinct condemns. We often feel like war is going on within us, don't we? One part of us, the inner person, wants to do what we know to be right, and another part, the outer person, wants to do what is wrong. The wrong thing can feel right, while the right thing feels wrong. Remember, we cannot judge the moral value of any action or how we feel. Our feelings are unreliable, and cannot be can, cannot be trusted to convey truth. Frequently, we find that we want to do right and wrong at the same time. Our renewed spirit craves holiness and righteousness, raising my hand. But the carnal, fleshy soul still craves worldly things. Even the Apostle Paul describes feeling the same way in Romans chapter 7. Paul says that, He has the intention and urge to do what is right, but he fails to carry it out. He fails to practice the good that he desires to do and instead does evil. Thankfully, by the end of the chapter, Paul has realized that only Christ can deliver him from the fleshy action. And as we continue to study his life, we learn that he developed an ability to say no to himself if what he wanted did not agree with God's word. He learned to lean on God for strength and then use his will to choose what was right no matter 
how he felt. Paul said he died daily, which meant that he died in his own fleshly desires in order to glorify God. Raising my hand. The truth is that we must die to ourselves if we want to genuinely and truly live the lives that God has provided for us through Jesus Christ. When we are willing to live by biblical principles rather than emotion, we are dying to be we are dying to selfishness and will enjoy the abundant life of God. And I'm sure you've heard the saying, no pain, no gain. Well, every good thing in life requires an initial investment before we see the reward. Amen. Pray and ask God, listeners, to show you a specific area where you need to let go of selfishness. And once he shows you, don't get discouraged. Don't be afraid. Just let God change you. Amen. Now, Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 18 says, Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is for one to eat and drink and to find enjoyment in all the labor in which he labors under the sun all the days which God gives him. For this is his allotted part. Okay. Well, listeners, look. If we do the same thing over and over Sooner or later, we are going to get bored. We don't have to wait for something nice to happen to us. We can be aggressive and do something nice for ourselves. For many of you, this is a new thought that may seem foreign and even unspiritual. But assure yourself that it is a part of God's plan. You can create variety. And it will keep your life more exciting. The life that God gave you. Okay? No day needs to be ordinary if we realize the gift God is giving us. When he gives us another day to live and enjoy. An extraordinary attitude can quickly turn into an ordinary day or can quickly turn an ordinary day into an amazing adventure. Jesus said he came so that we might have life and enjoy life. If we refuse to enjoy it, it's no one's fault but our own listeners. So, I suggest that you take responsibility for your own joy and never again give anyone else the job of keeping you happy. That's right. Add a little variety to your life. Break up your routine. Do something different. When you do, expect God to meet you and to make your ordinary extraordinary. 
Amen. I love it. Stay right there. Be right back. Add some variety to your life. And then trust that God is going to bless it. We're to form new habits. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if any person is ingraded in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old, previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. God's word teaches us that when we receive Christ as our Savior and Lord, He gives us a new nature. Okay, we've heard this all before. He gives us His nature. He also gives us a spirit of discipline and self-control, which is vital in allowing us to choose the ways of our new nature. He gives us a sound mind, and that means that we can think about things properly without being controlled by emotion. The way we once were passes away. And we have all the new equipment we need for a brand new day of behaving. God gives us the ability and offers to help us, but we're not puppets and God is not going to manipulate us. We choose spirit over flesh and we choose right over wrong our renewed spirits will then control our souls and our bodies and say to it another way that the inner person will control the outer person without God's help listeners we have difficulty doing things in moderation We frequently eat too much. We frequently spend too much. We have too much entertainment and we definitely talk too much. We are excessive in our actions because we behave emotionally. And after the thing is done and cannot be undone, (laughs) we regret doing it but we can choose to form new habits. So not doing something just because we feel like it, but instead of doing what will produce the best result in the end. We do not have to live in regret. I'm gonna repeat it. We do not have to live in regret. God gives us his spirit to enable us and to make right choices and wise choices. He urges us, he guides us, he leads us, but we still have the deciding vote. So if you are casting the wrong vote, all you need to do right now is change your vote. Forming new habits will require making a decision to not do what you feel like doing, 
unless it agrees with God's will. Raising my hand, raising my hand. I will not do anything anymore unless it agrees with God's will, period. God wants you to live out your new nature, not your old one. So every time you put your trust in him and cast the deciding vote to obey him, his spirit transforms you and makes you more like him. Amen. Awesome. Okay. Feels so good. And now from the book, Pray More, and it's written by, huh, is it written by? (laughs) Oh no. Oh well. All right. Probably multiple people. Okay, Acts chapter 27, verse 25. It says, therefore, keep up your courage, men, for I believe God that it will turn out exactly as I have been told. Today's message is, the words you should have are not easy to hear. The words you should have, blah, 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 are not easy to hear. They usually invoke a humble response of, I was wrong. Those words are not always easy to say. We are blind to the future, but hindsight has 2020 vision. Paul the Apostle warned the centurion who was in charge of him that impending danger lay ahead of the voyage. But the centurion listened to the captain and the pilot instead. They made their decision to sail based on the condition of the harbor instead of listening to Paul, who had God's ear. Although Paul said, you should have listened to me, he did encourage the men because God sent an angel to disclose that all lives on board would be spared. God's plan included Paul being shipwrecked before he went to Rome. There it is. Pray with me. Almighty God, when we face a dreaded should have, let us remember that you are still in control. As with Paul, you will use every situation to bring about your plan for us. Amen. And are you ready for God to whisper in your ear? I'm doing my best interpretation of him. Oh, this is a good one. Listen carefully. God says he has it under control. Having control over your troubles begins with keeping your heart from being troubled. There are few things that you can control in your life, but you can control your heart. Though it's deceitful above all things, I give you my word to saturate and transform your heart 
so that it will be unshakable in the midst of uncertainty. Keep yourself under control when everything in life is out of control. Know that everything is in my control and you can trust me. Life is going to take you many directions, but I'll be there along the way to guide you into my will. It may not be the path you would have chosen, but if I'm with you, there's nothing to fear. What you can't do, I most certainly can. So trust me to deal with every detail of your life, no matter how simple the situation might be. Turn to me immediately when you are filled with anxiety. Let me replace the panic with my peace. Stay in my presence and talk to me continually. Talk to me honestly about all of your worries. And when you've turned them over to me, when you've decided to trust me completely, don't try to take your troubles back. Leave them in my hands and trust my heart with yours. Amen, listeners. John chapter 14, verse 1 says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. Another awesome podcast, if I may say so myself. And it's awesome because of the messages that God has not subliminally, he has directly put them into our heads, into our hearts, and we're going to follow it. So no more surprises. Just be still and know that God is with you and he can handle it. Today is a new day and my first words are, God, you handle today. I'm just going to stand in the background and watch you do your magic. Be blessed, everyone. But most importantly, please be a blessing to another. I think that excites God the most. Bye for now.